Uh, what's up, y'all? Chat Podcast back again. It's season number two. It's your boy, Penn Wallace. I'm here today with um, one of my good friends on Instagram, my homie, one of my art rivals, uh, Donald <laughs> Sketches. Homie from, uh, you know, he's from the West Coast. You know, I'm, I'm from the South. He's from the West Coast, though. So I'm about to make, try to make like a little gang banging joke, but, you know, I'm, I don't want to false flame and get my ass beat by some niggas that really bang. So, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, you know, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Donald. Floor is yours. What's going on, y'all? Uh, but yeah, like Kevin said, my my handle is Dollar Sketches um, on Instagram. I do a lot of anime-ish style artwork. I'm trying to like get away from it, but um, get into some more realism or more cartoony type stuff. But yeah, check me out. Follow me there. Y'all can see what I'm up to. Yeah, you can tell them about Chronograph. Uh, right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, Chronograph. It's my, um, it's the comic I'm working on right now. Like currently, um, it actually I just got the first print in yesterday, so that's gonna be uh once I get the rest in, hopefully they're not messed up like uh like the cover and everything. Um, I'm gonna post those, and uh, if y'all want one, hey, send me the ten dollars. Send me uh. <laughs> Yeah, address yeah, man. shipping to you. Yeah, man, ten dollars. That's you can't beat that price. Like that's that's shown and jump. You know that's showing and jump levels of quality right there. Like a lot yeah. of niggas be charging like you know thirty seven dollars, so on, so on. Be like, hey, man, ten dollars can't beat yeah. that. Man, not everybody nips. You can't charge a hundred for. <laughs> I remember when that nigga did that <laughs> shit. That was on the Crenshaw tape, isn't it? Yeah, it was a hundred dollars a damn CD. I'm like, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that nigga made profit off it, but I'm like, hey, man, listen. Back then, I was that was what year was that 2013 or something? Yeah, it was a minute ago. I was like a freshman. Yeah, I know I was broke as fuck when that shit happened. So I was working at Chuck E. Cheese, I think. Chuck E. Cheese are all named one of them shits. But yeah, you know, we're about to go ahead and get into it. Um, today's topic is uh, you know, you know, me and Dollar, we both artists. It's all about um, I'd say to put it kind of bluntly, it's like the state of uh comics in today in 2021 kind of a compare and contrast between Japanese comics and uh their their style of storytelling versus uh American style of storytelling and art and stuff like that. So go ahead and give the floor to you, Dollar. What is your um what's your thoughts on uh I'd say hmm do you have you read any uh recent things from uh from uh, DC or Marvel lately? Because I mean I don't I'm a I'll be honest. I mean, I tell people this all the time. I'm a, I'm a, what's what's it called? A casual with Marvel. I like comic art, but I don't really read that much of the comics. I have a Guardians of the Galaxy volume that uh -huh. I bought. Um, it's like a big, thick book um, on comic book day on, in 2018. Mm. Uh, I've read some of the shit from there, but it's like comic books, man. They got, I ain't trying to sound stupid. They got but hella they got words in them. Hella words. And I'm just <laughs> like, man, I'm like, God damn, they get like, like listen, manga, they give you like like Togashi, Togashi will flood your ass with like ass of dialogue and shit too. But like he don't do it to the like to the degree that they whole ass paragraphs. Yeah, like I'm sitting up here like nigga, I ain't I don't give a fuck what the goddamn vision got to say about no goddamn shit. Like, nigga. Yeah, it's like so yeah, so I, I read manga, like so so yeah, you um have you been reading anything from Marvel or DC lately in the comics? Do you read that type of shit? Uh the latest thing I've read is called uh it's the far sector. It's with like um it's like a Green Lantern story for uh DC. Mm. It's like this um 
She's basically uh, John Stewart, just female version, damn near. Oh, um, that's that's a female version of John Stewart. Damn near. Like her name is a uh, something like Joanna or something like that. But um, now nah, I read that one. That's like the last thing I remember reading. It was pretty good, but some pages did have hella like wording on it. But yeah. um, like it was essay, different. Like essay level dialogue. Yeah, it was like different from uh what I was used to with comics because like she was on like some alien planet and um, yeah. but it wasn't like these niggas were like murderers and stuff. Like they killed each other like in their society to like like there was like classes and stuff. It was like it's hard to explain. Like it was good for like a American comic, like as of late. So the aliens were killing each other for like a class of status. Yeah, like they all lived on the same planet and they were all from there. But they're like, they kept like killing each other. Like it was undercover too. Like they would act like they cool during the daytime and shit, and then like nighttime they would just murder each other. So like that's like some purge shit. It's like like not a purge when we start off everybody all hunky dory and shit. Until yeah. the purge kick off, then like your neighbor, your old your sweet old lady got a motherfucking machete that's on fire. Like, bitch, I'll fucking fuck your ass up. <laughs> fuck out my goddamn face. She probably can't even lift the machete. Yeah. But no, nah, that was man, I don't know, man. Some some old lady strong. Some, some, not all. Right. Some. Hey, that slave strength for like right, grandmas, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> goddamn. But, you know, um, that also reminds me of um, I don't know if you uh it's this YouTube video. It's called uh, Me and Cody. I put Cody onto it before I quit that job I was at with them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called, when you ever get a chance to look at it, All Tomorrows. Um, it's, it done went viral by now. But um, it was like, a, it's a video talking about, a, it's like a somebody made their own pantheon of uh, what would uh, Earth look like years into the future. Like humans would look like. And it, it was, long story short, it was like a, an old primordial race called the Ku came to Earth and uh like uh when when humans were in the golden age of exploration out there in space, they ran across they came across like signs of the Ku. No, the Q, they called the Q. They mm-hmm. came across signs of the Q or whatever. Um, and then the Q found them. And they had like a war with they had like a war with humanity for a while. Humanity up and humanity, you know, they lost. Um the Q, the way how they won, they started to like uh experiment on the humans that they caught and uh re-engineer them their dna so they would re-engineer them into like grotesque figures and shit but they were still human they just mm-hmm. look weird as fuck um and it's like uh it was one group called um the killer folk the killer mm-hmm. folk were like a group of humans that um before they advanced as like before they became civilized they were like a like i, I think like hunter gatherers or something like that uh-huh. But I think, but I want to say the killer folk were a group of people that um did kind of shit like that. Like how you said, like, you know, act all cool during the day, they kill people during the night, like kill it yeah. all during the night. But watch that shit when you get a chance. It's called All Tomorrows. It's like, um, I think it's like maybe shit, 50 minutes, 40 minutes, some shit like that, maybe an hour. But sure. I promise when, when you see that shit, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, but it's interesting as a motherfucker, it was interesting. Actually, I'm going to look it up right now. Shit, hey. all I got to say is don't do mushrooms when you do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I, I told you. Bro, I, 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 yeah, I, I'll tell you all that in another episode. I recently had a, um, today's episode is, you know, we got to get back on topic. For sure. Uh, but quick side note, yeah, I, um, I had my first trip on mushrooms uh, last week, Friday, and I am forever changed, forever changed. <laughs> yeah. See the world but, uh, in a new light. 
Shit, nigga. Nigga. <laughs> 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 hey, listen, all I know is I learned I learned some new things about myself. Some things are already kind of new, but it was like, damn, I'm kind of learning how to break things down. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so yeah, so the Green Lantern comic. Go ahead about that again. But yeah, basically, hold on, let me grab it real quick. Oh, you bought that shit? Yeah, I got old. Damn, see, this nigga out there being a, a good consumer, supporting the comic industry in the United States. Unlike right. some niggas that I know that still, <laughs> I used to I used to be niggas, but I ain't niggas no more. Hey, I used to steal when I was broke, bro. Hey, I'm still know. broke. I ain't gonna act like I got it, but yeah, I'm broke as fuck too. Even though I got a new job, I'm broke as fuck too. But uh, yeah, I used to read them offline. But, yeah, me too. Uh, it's basically, yeah, it's basically she's uh the female John Stewart. And um, I don't know, bro. I thought that shit was pretty good. Like for like American comics, I don't read like everything else has been coming out. It's kind of I don't know, bro. It's like there's no story. It's more like agenda and some shit. Like on uh, some American comics, I feel. I feel you. I kind of had a feeling that's what you was about to get at, cause um, no. that's what I kind of hear though. That that's what I kind of hear is like a lot of American comics lately now. Not all of them. But a lot of them in uh, DC and Marvel, shit like that, they kind of, um, they're all, they're not story oriented. They're yeah, more, they're more. Well, not DC. I heard, D, I heard DC comics actually pretty straight. I heard it's only in Marvel, really. It's like, um, they're not story oriented to a degree. They're more yeah. about um, a certain message and shit like that. Like, uh, they're kind of preachy. And yeah. I hear that from niggas that I know that read DC and Marvel. Not DC and Marvel, but read Marvel comics, like, Habitually in real life, so. yeah. But nah, bro. Like, hey, they cool. Like some, like you gotta find like the the rare story. They don't push the ones that's like more, like I don't know, like that niggas would be interested in. Yeah. And plus, another thing about comics, I feel like there's too fucking many like American comics. Yeah. Like, like fifty niggas then wrote Superman, bro. I don't know which story is canon or which is like. Yeah, I hate that shit too. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves about American comics. Like I remember um a YouTuber that I looked at um a while ago, uh Young Ripper 59. And oh, yeah. um Comics Explained even said it one time too. He was like, there's just so many uh Spider-Man titles. It's like it's yeah. like which one do you pick up with? It's like Spider-Man got fucking hundred books or like 75 books. What what book do you put a fan on to like get them started? It's just so much comics. And like yeah. so many issues of like of the same of the same character. Like, what do you where's the starting point as opposed to manga? You can give a nigga a starting point in manga and they'll you know it's linear. Yeah, you up, get, yeah. yeah, you can pick up quickly. And ain't the case on that in Marvel. And <laughs> ain't the case. Like I said, I'm a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy, but like my nigga, I know that book that I got. It's um Kitty Pride is in that is in that story. Like I know, I think Star Lord is dating Kitty Pride in that story. Um, it's like a big, thick ass uh, Guardians of the Galaxy book. It's like I think it's like four one or five like, um, omnibus ones. Yeah, like one of them real thick ones. I know uh, Bendis Brian Michael Bendis' name is on that shit. Like um, that's the only nigga name that I know off that because I hear people talk about it on YouTube. So ah, okay, but yeah, them niggas. Um, yeah, I, I just I just can't put my head around like like wanting to read something wholeheartedly. Like I, bro, I bought, I bought a comic books recently from, um, from a new store, like out in the country, like, um, not the country, but like maybe 30 or so minutes away from, uh, where I live. 
Yeah. Um, like their comics be cheap. Like I bought a, I got like I think four Spider-Man comics, one Fantastic Four, one, um, a Ghost. No, that's that Ghost Rider one, the Spider-Man one too. Um, what else? Uh, so I got like four Spider-Man, Fantastic Four. Oh, one X, no, one X-Men, or I think two X-Men. But I know like I, I know I've been buying a bunch of uh, comics recently to like uh, get some artistic influences from. Yeah. But yeah, I just can't, I don't want to open them shit because like uh, they kind of retro. Like they, they look old, but I know they're reprints, but it's like I, I kind of want to keep my collection intact. I know what you mean. I got a couple, I got the uh, the Black Panther too, like that. I don't know if it's a reprint or the original, but either way, that shit is old and ancient. Yeah, it's like one of the um I can't figure out. Yeah, it's the it's the Spider-Man and Ghost Rider one. I think it's called Revenge of the Sinister Six. But okay, um, I've heard that was- yeah, I can tell that one is a little old. Um, maybe not like ancient, but like maybe like a reprint from like the early 2000s. It um at the top of it on the binding part, it's kind of like where the staple is at, it's kind of torn. So I'm like, okay. okay, whenever I pulled it out a couple of times just to look at a couple of stuff, and I was like, okay, I'm not gonna touch that shit again until like I get into my new spot just to yeah. be a little safe. Even though that don't make no fucking sense because anything can happen, <laughs> anything can happen wherever you go at, no matter if you change spots or not. But yeah. Yeah, you um, I want to tell you. I I know you seen it on my story one time. Did you um, did you uh? I was about to get into like a little quick comparison about a story like storytelling types. Uh-huh. Um, have you? I know you saw my story recently. Uh, on my, on Instagram, did you see the? Have you checked out that story yet? Called a uh, Shiori Experience. I looked it up, but I didn't um, I didn't like go and read it yet. But that shit sound like pretty interesting. No, oh, that shit is fantastic. It's um I was reading chapter five earlier today before I left the house. Um I finished it. Um I recently bought the first volume of it. Um, but it uh oh yeah, I remember I did tell you about that. Um just to give the uh the listeners a quick synopsis of it if you haven't already heard about it. Shiori Experience is a story about um a 27-year-old high school teacher named Shiori Honda, who um gets possessed by the ghost of Jimi Hendrix and has an entire year to become a legend or die at the age 27, like how um, a lot of famous musicians, a lot of famous musicians die. So um, that shit is great, man. It's like, um, I'd say the message of it is, you know, it's never too late to pick something back up because in chapter one, she already kind of gets, I ain't gonna say belittled, but she kind of gets yelled at or like uh-huh. spoken to in a negative way. So by one of her, I think I, I don't know if that was her older sister or like or like her younger sister, one of them. Anyway, she was saying that uh, how can you um live this way? And she was saying like I know you're not having fun, not exactly, but like the one thing I remember she really said was like uh, I haven't seen you like genuinely smile or laugh in a long time, and mm-hmm. um, and when like you know you go through the story, you kind of find out. She already, you know, used to play guitar because her older brother played guitar. Older brother's no longer in their life no more. Not a spoiler. It's like um, he ain't yeah. dead nothing, but like he's not in their life no more. Okay. Um, so their father didn't want them playing guitar. But you, but like I said, you kind of find out that she already, um, she already uh, used to play guitar. Uh, she kind of kicked it to the side and did something with her life she didn't want to do. Um, Man, that's sound relatable. <laughs> Yeah, like I go lie when I saw that shit. Like I was like, man, damn, but that shit hit home like a motherfucker. Cause I was like, man. my nigga, when I my nigga, when I went to college, bro, I wasn't 
I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do with my life, like at all. Like I just went to I went to South Carolina State only because I wanted to be in the band. Like I didn't give a motherfucker about school. Yeah. I just went there because I was playing drums for a long time. Uh-huh. It's, it's it's almost like the NFL. Like you when you go to when you go to uh, it's almost like football. When you play uh, football in high school, the next level, college. Yep. You leave college. The next level, if you're that good, is the NFL. Some niggas don't make it in NFL. Some niggas make it in other leagues. But it's like that's the from America. From America. Yeah, that's the like the highest level of competition in America, the NFL. Yeah. So for me, it was all right, nigga. Like, what's next for what's next for this shit? It's uh going to somebody uh, uh college and playing the drums there. I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do in my life. I didn't know I just wanted to be a musician. Um, and I kind of kicked it to the side once I finished, once I dropped out of school or whatever. Uh-huh. But uh, same shit with already Not same shit, but because she finished school, obviously, because she's a teacher. But mm-hmm. yeah, she um she kicked her passion to the side, and she's now picking it back up, albeit in a forced manner, because she kind of got no fucking choice. It's like, you either become a legend in a whole year, or you will fucking die. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a, but it's a, it's a really fun story. But it's like, it's like a, it's, it's on some real. It's the type of shit. It's very mature storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's the type of storytelling that you get from, uh, I'd say from like, are we Eastern or Western? Yeah, we the West, isn't it? Yeah, we the West. Um, it's, it's, it's similar to Western storytelling, but it's still, it's still got that uh, Eastern uh, Japanese manga kind of brand of storytelling. It's like um, the message. Is uh very mature, yeah. But um, it wasn't something that I um. I mean, I try to sound like a fucking novice at anime and manga, but I haven't seen a story, a slice of life story that serious in tone without it being something that exaggerative. Um, I'm not saying stories like that don't exist. I'm sure they do because yeah. there gets a fucking plethora of goddamn manga out there that I probably <laughs> will never ever get a chance to read. But at least for me, I was like, damn, nigga, this story hit home, boy. Like I was like. like Shit. It's like real. Yeah, like I was like, I mean, granted, I'm doing something I want to do now with art. Like I've always wanted to still draw. I just, you know, picked it back up at a later time. Should have never yeah. kicked it. But man, shit, but, I feel that. Yeah. Damn. But yeah, it, um, yeah, it's like I I feel like the niggas in uh Marvel, I don't know what it is. I think it's like a pride thing. Um, I'm just assuming. I feel like, because I remember uh, Young Ripper said it one time, too. He was like, our generation is getting more geared towards uh, Japanese comics and shit. And, like, yeah, Ameri- American comics is losing like a motherfucker. Um, like, they're just losing, losing, losing. And, like, they're losing their a, a generational fan base. Now, I'm not saying niggas don't read American comics no more. It's just, you see better stories coming out from... Japanese manga, Japanese manga opposed to like American comics. Yeah, speaking on that, there's a, I don't know if you read it yet, but there's this Deadpool manga by like a Japanese dude. Like it's through Marvel and everything, but um, I think it's like Viz and Marvel like collab. But uh, I saw that shit. I didn't know it was a Japanese nigga making it though. But yeah, that shit was pretty cool. He was like colliding with All Might and all them. Oh, that's cool. You know what's funny though? Go ahead. Now go ahead. I think that's like the next, like that's gonna have to be the next set for like Marvel or if they want to like, you know, succeed. Yeah, yeah, like compete, like still bigger. They gonna they gonna they gonna ball out on the movies. 
But uh, yeah, everything else like just books ain't gonna do it. They're gonna have to have to do like a lot of um, collabs with Japanese artists to try to keep some of their um, American youth and like entertain. Hey, you bring up a good point because like you know they already they already hire artists on to draw these books. Who's yeah. to say that? In the next 15 years, you won't see like what's that nigga name that dropped one punch man? Yusuke Maruta. That's how you say it. Uh Murata. Yeah, Murata, my bad. Um, who's to say that if that nigga ain't dead 15 years, God forbid. I ain't trying to wish that on him, but hey. Hey, they be working hella hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm like <laughs> niggas, them, them artists over there don't have the best health. But it's like um, who's yeah. to say that niggas, you know, alive 15, 10 years from now, that Marvel won't commission that nigga to draw a monthly series for them, like um, every now and then, like kind of like a a uh, a collab between both sides, uh, both yeah. sides of, the, uh, of that world or whatever. Uh-huh. Bro, I can imagine if these niggas, if they did do that and gave them a monthly schedule, the art would probably be oh. off the chain, bro. Niggas, they would have. <laughs> Go ahead. Because they work with them weekly schedules usually, right? Or bi weekly yeah. if you like an OG. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I ain't gonna lie, boy. You would have. That shit would kind of fuck the. Uh, I feel like it will kind of, I mean, I was talking to homie about this last night. Um, art is already, uh, the art industry is already kind of clicky. Um, yeah. I mean, granted, talent stands out where talent is at. But like any any job field, any job field is clicky, you know, it's all about networking, who you know. Of course. Um, but I feel like uh, 10, 15 years from now, if you got niggas from Japan getting commissioned to draw an Iron Man comic or, or, Write a write the comic alongside uh like another person. Uh like I could really see like a lot of um it, it would almost be like if the no, I'm not gonna say that. I was about to say like if the WNBA and the NBA ever merged together. Because <laughs> I, I, I I ain't trying to play, I ain't trying to play a WNBA and I ain't trying to play the American comic side because like that, yeah. that's not a good comparison. It but I would say it would be almost like if uh the uh, arena football league teamed up and that's a bad comparison too well the arena football league teamed up with the nfl it would be like well then again that should have the arena football is still competitive it's just i don't know nah the, a better one is the cfl the cfl is very competitive and i found out they play with different rules but anyway i feel like it will kind of put more of a clamp and restraint on some artists in america if it becomes a pattern that they keep going to uh overseas talent to produce their stories artistically now, granted, now Marvel put out an ass of fucking books. I don't know how much books they put out a year, but I've been told they put out an ass of books a year. So there's food, yeah, there's food on the plate for a lot of niggas. Yeah, but um, you know, it might not be uh the niggas who really want the jobs that get it. Like it might be only the connected niggas who get the jobs. Because I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to belittle nobody's talent, but. You know, connections speak for a lot of shit. It's who you is. You can have talent, but it's like it's who you know. At the end of the day, yep. Like uh, somebody else. Um, you know who Nick is or the Nicholas dude? Uh, who's that? He's an American artist. Yeah, Nicholas uh, Draper Ivy, I think. He be doing like hella uh black characters and uh Dream Vester Vesper on Instagram. Um, is that the nigga that uh is that he's the doing nigga a, that's doing stag shop? Yeah, he's doing that right now. Oh yeah, Dave told like, me about him uh the other day. Yeah, I be seeing him like posting and shit. 
like I think they let like a, like another thing about um just like the American comic industry is like the writers don't give like the artist freedom really like they give them like a storyboard and they like have to follow that shit so strictly it doesn't really let them you know do what they want to do and, like I see him like complaining about that like I'm sure they like they don't look at his page probably but like I think it'd be like they don't let me uh do this or like you know uh really like spread my wings with the pages and shit I hear that nigga's like a rock star now like rock a star. rock star in the genre well in, in the medium in the medium I should say my bad yeah, he's definitely yeah. He kind of because I think he did that um the Black Panther album and that like from there I think he's been. Like, what did he do, what, what did he do on that? Because Dave told me that I was like, I know that nigga didn't curate that shit like you know musically like did he? Did nah, he, he just the drew the art? cover. Yeah, he just oh did okay, okay, okay. I was like, I was sitting up there like Dave said he did the Black Panther. Album. I was sitting up there like nigga, he, he did the album. What the fuck you talking about? But I was like, because when he kept saying he was an artist, I was like. At first, I was like, nigga, I never heard this nigga. He a rapper? I never heard this nigga before. What the fuck you talking about? TDE did that shit, nigga. And I know he ain't on TDE roster. But I got what he was saying after you clarified. I was like, oh, okay. He, after you said that, okay, so he did the, the cover art. He just did the cover. But yeah, I guess that nigga, like, once he did that, he started just getting hella work. And then DC, this past year, this nigga's been doing that. Hey, that nigga was part of one of the greatest albums of all time in that year, too. Like, that was one. That was a great album that, that year. Man, that was a good-ass album. I still play that shit to this day. Yeah, I got, all the, I got all the tracks in rotation down there. Except shit. for the radio hits. No, I play that whole shit. I remember one time when I was doing Uber, I had these white girls in the back seat. I was playing, I was a song called Redemption. Like, oh, maybe I was. Yeah. Oh, they were lying a lot, boy. They thought I was from Africa for a second. I mean, I from Africa. That's the ash, bro. It was like, oh, they thought I was like from the motherland for a second. Like, it was like, the, you know, I was like, like I was like, nah, man, it's a rap album, man. Like, I can tell y'all niggas ain't heard of TDE before, like, or watch, or like, watch me. I'm like, this is the fucking Black Panther album, man. Like, because it was such a good song, man. Like, I still love that song, like, a motherfucker, bro. Like, I, I play it on the treadmill sometime when I run it, because just like, it feel like a, it feel like I be imagining certain scenes to it, too, like, for my own shit. But like, yeah. um, it's a, it's, 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 it's decently enough. Up tempo, so really like I can run to it on the treadmill and like it give me energy. But yeah, now shout out to that nigga uh, that for uh, doing that cover art. Like that's what's up. That nigga's part of history. And he really he, is, bro. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, they um, I'm wondering if that could go. You no, know, I don't. I don't foresee it. But I'm wondering if it could be vice versa in the sense that what if Japanese artists. <laughs> Not Japanese artist, Shueisha, little punk ass. Um, <laughs> not to call it punk ass. I got, I got a beef with Shueisha, man, because with the, how they did the Naruto franchise. But um, yeah. but it's like a, yeah, yeah. man, <laughs> the niggas greedy ass niggas. I'm like, bro, you could have Boruto is not a bad story, but it is not good compared to its predecessors, and it's like not even close, bro. <laughs> yeah, I got a whole episode coming up about that this season or season two, but it's like um. I learned about franchise fatigue through Geekdom One on uh Instagram, not Instagram, his uh, YouTube, and mm-hmm. he was basically saying Dragon Ball Super Return did so good because you gave niggas time to miss the, the franchise. Breed, man, yeah, I'm like nigga. I correct me if I'm wrong. Naruto Shippuden's anime ended in like 2016, I think, right? And yep, then that fucking movie came out. Yep, and then the Naruto <laughs> anime came out in 2017. I'm sitting up here like nigga. 
Do y'all niggas not know about franchise fatigue? I'm sitting there like, now granted, Naruto's IP makes money. It makes money. I'm about to get back on topic in a second. I just got a vent, y'all. I'm sorry. But it's like, dog, it's like, in my opinion, you don't ever, ever bring, nah, I mean, I granted, money talk in the world, but you don't, you don't ever bring a franchise back or continue a franchise without the uh, creator being involved in it more than like at least half of what they've been doing before. Like my nigga, Kishimoto, I don't give a fuck. Nobody say, I respect everybody's opinion to a degree as long as they ain't stupid. But you cannot tell me Kishimoto was involved in Boruto's manga. All they said he was supervising. I'm like, he was working on Samurai Eight at that time on the low. I think he probably looked at the Wilson name and, and just approved it. Yeah, like okay, that's okay. Draw that panel this way next time. But you probably okay, can't say nothing. Yeah, my dog, this nigga, like I was like, dog, I, I can tell like the amount of work he put in the Samurai Eight. Even if he was writing it, he was still drawing some shit too. Like God and yeah. um, I think his name was Atsushi Ikubo or no Akira Ikubo. The brother yeah. of uh, the nigga that made uh, Soul Eater. Yeah, so he uh, he was working with that nigga brother because he uh, worked with uh, Kishimoto at the tail end of Naruto serialization, he said. But, okay. So, kind of, but so anyway, kind of go. So let me wrap it up with this saying I don't fuck with Shueisha because they Naruto's been dragging on so long because, because of money. It's like the story is still the fucking same from Shippuden. They putting characters in the back burner for no reason. It's, it's nothing we haven't seen before. It's just new faces. I don't hate Boruto as a series, and I don't hate Matt, and I don't hate that nigga as a character. I like that nigga still. It's just you should have waited for Kishimoto to want to come back and do it. I know this nigga said he was done with Naruto, but nigga Toriyama, I'm pretty sure he might have said the same shit when Dragon Ball ended in the 90s. Like, so damn, but that nigga dash blowing up back. That smell like weed through the door. My <laughs> 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 bad. When I smell weed, boy, I'd be like, damn, well, that shit's strong. But um, yeah, nah. So, do you think that uh, I know Japan is very secluded. They like to stick to their own. Yep. Do you think that they would ever commission an American artist to uh, to draw one of their comics? I don't see it. Only for two reasons. One, um, the restraints. You know, depending on what type of serialization it is, whether it's like weekly or monthly, uh-huh. and, you know, the working condition. Um. The work conditions, my bad. The work conditions, and two, because of uh, like you know, them niggas are so closed off. They only want to work with their own kind for the most part, to a degree. Yeah, they slightly xenophobic a little bit. Yeah, my nigga, um, my nigga Adrian, he black. He live over there. Mm. His wife is uh half Japanese, um, half Japanese, half white. He okay. told me, um, <laughs> he told me that uh. Like he was like the um, an old lady was very paranoid about him one day. Like he was like he was walking regular speed, and he <laughs> happened to like come up behind her or whatever, and she turned her head and looked back at him and started speed walking. He like what the fuck? He like lady, I'm going to work. Like what the fuck you talking about? And like like he didn't get mad with her, but like he said he kind of fucked her after that. Like he like he was like he kind of fucked her. Like he started speed walking behind her. Like yeah, like you think, like, you think I'm scary? Like I'm sure you say he said it only because he got dreads. Like he he was like he was like definitely. Like, yeah, he was like, well, he got like hella hang time. He was like, it's only because I got dressed and I'm black. And I was like, yeah, because of the, you know, stereotypes of black people, you know, on TV and shit like that. But I um, I think it could happen. It would just have to be a standalone project, like a one and done. Because they work hella hard over there. We work man. hard too. But bro, they got niggas committing suicide over there because they work I, so hard. Niggas, yeah, I heard they'd be dying from like work, like overwork. Yeah. But that's just like the culture I've heard too, like out there. 
Like, it's either, nigga, you're going to work hard or you just going to Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, like, like, I mean, I was thinking about, um, I was thinking, I, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was telling you uh, earlier, oh, or yesterday about, um, about how I was forced to work uh, for seven days a week for like two weeks. Yeah. At the, at the highway department. I was like, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, you would, you would expect a nigga to quit, but it's like, nah, it's a state job. You know, one of the niggas to fire you, like, they, they expect you to quit. They expect to hit you with bullshit to make you quit. Yeah. So they got to pay you on employment. But it's like, um, you know, shit like that only persists down here because there's no workers. It's because South Carolina doesn't have a fucking union. So yeah. they can get away with anything they want to get away with because at the end of the day, nigga, if you don't want this job, all right, bet. It's like five niggas that don't want that job. Man, know. line up. Yeah, they'll suck it up for like motherfucking two months and they might quit. And guess what? Ten niggas Next behind them want that job. Man. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I was thinking uh, that about that whole thing is like, do they have like I'm gonna do some homework on that? I wonder if they have like like unions over there for artists. I don't think they do because if they I, do, we probably wouldn't have working. this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, so they, I might I might uh, already have my answer, but I'm just assuming they might have like something over there. Like it was like a little group chat. <laughs> like, hey man, these niggas tripping today, man. Man, I feel to switch publishers. Yeah, like, nah, nigga, like, don't come over here. It's the same. Like legit, like. I'm trying to like that shit. That shit is wild, nigga. Like, I so I, I feel. So I feel like you know they might have it. They might have it. You know, to one day. I think it just might just stick in like a standalone thing. Like, okay, we'll bring in. Uh, I almost fucked up. I almost said Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll bring in uh, uh, Nick. I don't know his last name. I'm sorry. Um, what's that dude's name again? Nick what? Uh, yeah, I don't even know if this is his real name. It's uh, Nicholas Draper Ivy. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring in. Saying it right. <laughs> yeah, we'll hire Nicholas Draper Ivy to uh, to draw this comic, and then uh, you know we'll go from there. Um, shit, I I heard I remember there's a nigga. I think it's called a people chew or like pe- people chill. I know it's like I think that nigga Jamaican. I know he got dreads. That's a uh-huh. bad thing to say. I like all Jamaicans got dreads, but um, <laughs> I know he was uh, I think he was published in Kodansha. Um, he had like a um. I'm all good. I know he was. A, I know he a nigga. That's all I know. I saw his shit on YouTube. Like I think five or six. I years heard ago. of that. Yeah, like he was going through um the process of being a manga over there. Like um, I remember that I saw the video. I think that nigga said he was on the phone with one of his editors for like fucking six hours or maybe four hours. I was like, oh well, I do that shit to my editor already, but we don't do it for that long. Like we um, yeah, man. We, we'll be on the phone for like maybe if I'm really if he ain't got shit to do that next day, like. Or if he like in the middle of making the beat or something, it's like uh, we'll be on the phone at the max two and a half hours, sometimes two hours. But like uh, I think we've been on the phone for like maybe three hours one time. But but to be nigga to be on the phone for six hours, like Man. I'm glad headphones exist. I'm I'm starting to feel like that. I be into, I, I hate when I get like fucking grease from my ear oh, or like, oh, like the phone. sweat. Yeah, I'm like, fuck off my shit, man. Like, bro, that shit is that's a pet peeve of mine. Like it, it come from myself. Like I try to keep it as clean as possible. Yeah. Nah, bro, that shit, that's way too long. Yeah, man. I'm like, oh, that shit is like wow. Like, I don't like, think I don't think they'll hire like if they do hire an American first, I think that nigga will have to move out there. Yeah. And then like that nigga's just gonna have to be. I know it's like they probably treat him like way harsher just because like they know that like 
not all Americans, but like a lot of niggas is lazy out here. But uh, that's what he told me too. My nigga told me, my nigga Adrian told me he was like stereotyped by the Americans over there are that um they're lazy and uh they're womanizers. <laughs> like, like it, well, at least for men, he was like the, the grand stereotype for Americans in the workforce in Japan is that um they're lazy. Like um, and I, I mean I get it. Shit, my nigga, I'm lazy. I told I told a co-worker before I quit that job, I like nigga, I will never go above and beyond for these fucking jobs no more. Like I was like, that's because I had experience in the workforce enough to be like, dog, you ain't nothing but a, f- I hate to use the word, I hate you to say I'm a number, but it's, yeah. it's the fucking truth. It's like, and I'm in the South and they're like, nigga, you can work till master say stop. <laughs> like, that's exactly. the fucking truth. But yeah, so yeah, that, that's a stereotype he's told me over there for Americans that, you know, they, they're lazy, but that's, that's a, stereotypes aren't necessarily true. In my opinion, when it comes to those sometimes, like I remember yes. I told him, I, I feel as though the loud minority speaks for a silent majority. Like you give a nigga one bad example and they'll run with it and say everybody is like, is like that. Exactly. Shit, I'm going to Japan too, next spring. If I can get this, if I can get this, I got this new job. If I can get this bread up, uh, if I can pay for my house and get this new job, I mean, I get this new job. If I can pay for my house before that time, and uh, go to Japan in the spring. I'll be in there. I'll be in that bitch for like two weeks in the spring. Cause he, I told him I'm coming. He was like, I said I'm coming for a week. He was like, No, come for two weeks. Cause he was like, You're coming for a week, and then that shit will fly by quickly, and you'll be mad. Yeah, it's not enough. Yeah, not yeah. enough time. So he told me come for two weeks, and I'm like, Nigga, I'm about to be up on there. Like, I'm about to be happy out there. I'm about to be away from work. Man, shit, that's what I'm. Shit. That's what I'm saving up for right now. I was gonna go to in, in the summer though. Nigga, you gonna die out there. <laughs> Like, I mean, I know you're from California. I'm, I'm me. Yeah, and me it's and 93 both. right now. <laughs> Shit, nigga. Like me and you both live by the beach. Basically, it's like in Charleston, nigga. It's goddamn. Like I was telling Dave the other night when I responded to his Instagram story, he was like, "Um, it's fall now. See the leaves starting to change colors." I also look like out in South Carolina, nigga. In Charleston, Man. nigga, fall come like even though that shit say September or whatever the fuck, nigga, fall don't hit South Carolina till Thanksgiving weekend, and then yep. it get hot again. And then Christmas, you'll get a little taste of it. And then, like, you'll just get smacked with fucking winter all out the blue. And it's like, yeah, winter lasts for, like, three weeks, two weeks. And then it get warm, <laughs> get cold again. I think the only consistent weather we have down here is fucking summer and spring. I promise you. Shit, we don't. I promise you. It's damn near the same here. Like, we barely get rain now. Yeah. Like, shit, it'll rain for, like, two weeks. And then it'll just stop and it just get hot again. California is designed to get niggas sick, bro. Like it'll be cold one day, and the next day it'll be hot. And you be like, bro. Same shit in Charleston, bro. Y'all got y'all got that phenomenon to where like it's like a not phenomenon. It's fucking science. <laughs> it's like that whole uh the the, the the Negro spiritual phenomenon of like you know it wake up in the morning, it's real cold, and yep. then like by lunch by lunchtime or you get out of school, you like, take nigga, that hoodie off, take that hoodie off. Like nigga, what the fuck? Say goddamn annoying, nigga. Man, god goddamn. But nah, you going in the summertime, nigga? I'm like. Just make sure you uh drink water. Make sure you make sure you've been drinking water prior to that. You know, at least a good month prior to that. Cause yeah, I heard you know. sweat. <laughs> I heard you gonna be sweating out your ass. I'm like, in my opinion, it's it's always humid down here in Charleston. Like one of my homies from Kenya that lived down here, he uh-huh. was like, when he first came here from Kenya, he was like, he almost died because of the humidity. <laughs> he said, he said, he was like, Kenya is hot. I, I don't mean, hey Dan, I don't mean that person like that. But it's like, he was like. I swear, I almost died. He, <laughs> let me stop first that nigga. But he was just like, but he was like, 
you know, it's, it's always humid down there, but that nigga said it was so hot. Like he said in Kenya, it's just dry heat and it's barren. Yeah, it's not- he was like down there, he was like, the humidity, it is awful. Like, like, that nigga said he, he said he almost had to be taken to the fucking hospital because he was passing out in the humidity. Like, I'm like, hey, but that shit real down there, nigga. Like, I'm sitting up, I was yeah. born in it. So I'm like, I'm kind of okay with it. But like, you know, down there, already, well, I never been in a place that had dry heat. I've only ever, like, I've experienced Tallahassee, Tallahassee's heat. I've experienced Georgia's heat. I've experienced yeah. Charleston heat. So I think I, I think I got a good sum of what Japan might feel like because I live in that shit year round. Yeah. Shit, if there's anything like Vegas, then uh, I should be all right. Lamar going to Vegas, actually. He ain't going to be here. Um, He ain't going to be here next week. We're going to record that episode. He's going to Vegas for his birthday. Oh, for sure. I was going to be there with him, but I was too broke. And I could see in the future, I knew I was going to be unemployed soon. So I was like, don't go on that trip. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you gonna be, you gonna be, I like, you gonna be unemployed for like a month, nigga. It's good you got hella savings, but I'm like, don't go on that trip. Goddamn, <laughs> hey, but I ain't gonna lie, boy. Listen, saving your money, that shit benefits. That shit benefits. We got all off topic, but that shit benefits, boy. I was Man. able to set out, set out of a job, set out without having a job comfortably for a whole month, and I could, I could have went for like a whole other month and a half, really, maybe two more months. But like, you know, if a nigga trying to buy a house, you can't, you can't be going yeah. in your savings. Man, I, I just learned that. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. That shit, that shit is tough. That shit is tough. I'm fortunate. I was talking to my little brother last night. I'm fortunate enough that um, shit kind of happened the way it happened to where like I, cause I ain't gonna lie, working the jobs I was working now, it would have been, it would probably took me a whole like another year and a half to get a house. The job uh-huh. I got now, I'm like, if I'm gonna be getting paid as much weekly every every week, and yeah, I'm working twelve hours, and I'm sitting up here like that's fine, cause like I ain't gonna be here forever, like. I can exactly. use this shit as a means to an end to get what I need, then get the fuck out. Exactly. But, um, yeah, it's like I'm set up to get this house very quickly. But back to the uh, subject of comics, my bad. I know the audience would listen to this shit. They'd be like, nigga. Because like, I be that way sometimes, too, when I be looking, <laughs> when I listen to people for certain topics. But um, yeah, nah. So let me ask you a question. What's your favorite story currently published in Jump at the Moment? In Jump at the Moment? Yep. Uh, see either Kaiju Eight or Number Eight or um, the Red Hoods Guild. I like uh, Kaiju Number Eight. I haven't finished. I haven't like sat down to read more than the first. Uh, I'm about to say episode more than the first chapter. When mm-hmm. I saw it, I was like, "Damn, this shit cool!" But I immediately told myself, "I got a feeling they got an anime coming soon. Let me go ahead and pull back and wait for the anime announcement because I'm like, it looked good as a motherfucker." Um. Yeah, so I'm going to wait for the anime. I can read it now if I choose to, but I was like, you know, I'm going to just wait until they get an anime announcement because I know that shit coming. I promise yeah, you, Kai, you know, they probably said it again. I think what it's definitely it? coming. They make it. Oh, yeah. yeah, like I'm like, I promise you, like Chainsaw Man was out, I think, for like maybe two years, something like that, maybe three years. It got an anime announcement quickly. Um, I promise you, we'll get a Kai, you number eight announcement next year, like in the fall, some shit. But uh, Hunter's Guild Red Hood, I like that shit too. I really like that shit. Like, is when I when I look for a story now and showing jump, I don't care for the more serious titles no more because like in my opinion every story is the same. Yeah. Um, it's every story, not every story, but it's like everybody's trying to uh, write this whole methodical ass story. Like, and I ain't got no problem with it. Like, do what you do at the end of the day. But I've seen that shit enough in Naruto 
and other stories. And I'm still kind of reliving that shit for One Piece because like One Piece hasn't ended yet. Man. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like like I, I like Hunter. I like uh, I really like uh, Hunter's Hunter's uh, Hunter's Guild Red Hood a lot. I re- I really like that shit a lot. The last chapter, I was kind of boring to me, only because I was like, uh, every fucking series got this little exam arc to where like niggas trying to attain a status. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm like. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, they did it kind of early, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm like, yeah, I like looking at uh, at debonair styles and fucking uh, Abraham <laughs> styles. When I'm like, when I'm sitting up here, like, man, every everything don't need an exam and exam arc. Like, I'm like, I'm like, because yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I'm not, that that last chapter was kind of. I didn't finish reading. I got like two more pages left to read. It wasn't <laughs> bad, but I was like, my nigga. I want to see more about the werewolves and like just keep building, like keep building yeah, that's more. Story. Yeah, like I don't really care about the exam. Like herp and get through it. Like I know they're gonna get through it, but it's like, eh. that's the weakest part of the whole thing for me so far. Is the it's called the, the Barkershin exam, right? It's a weird, yeah. it's a weird thing. It's, it's like something like that. Yeah, on that big I really ship or whatever. Yeah, I really like that story a whole fucking lot though. Like, it, it's really good. I just didn't. I'm not a fan of the last chapter though, but um. So yeah, so yeah, so Kaiju number eight and Hunter's Guild Red Hood, real good stories. Like I said, I'm gonna wait for that fucking anime. Yeah, it's just gonna be depending on who animates it, but uh, I think it's gonna be cool. You know, you know, the niggas gonna get that shit to somebody good. I feel like they, I feel like Shueisha has learned their lesson with giving it to studios um, that make slice of lives. <laughs> yeah, like or like who? I feel like. I don't get why they gave. I mean, I granted they said they made Black Clover an ongoing season. I mean, ongoing series, weekly series, uh-huh. because they felt like it was the last of its kind to be able to do that. But I'm sitting up here like, bro, like, excuse me, I had a fucking burp. I um, it's like they should. Uh, I feel like they they saw the trend. They just ignored it. Like, you made my heroes anime uh, monthly for a reason. Yeah, you made um. I feel like it was almost set up to fail in a way, like um, not on purpose, but like an accident in the beginning. Like they thought, they thought highly of it, but it wasn't. It was an accident to where it was like they thought uh people would have grabbed it that quickly, and and they would have they would grabbed it that quickly and ran away with it as opposed to you know easing people along easing people along to my hair academia through a a seasonal release. I think I was saying monthly by fucking accident earlier, but um. Because I, because you know, Jujutsu Kaisen is monthly. Um, because you know, you can put a whole lot more effort into the budget and shit like that. I mean, storytelling yeah. is still storytelling at the end of the day, but like, I know for a fact, just by what I see on Twitter, a lot of niggas will look at something just because it looked pretty as opposed to the story. Like, definitely, yeah, like, and I mean, ain't nothing wrong with it, whatever, whatever floats your boat, floats your boat. Goddamn, shit. but yeah, I uh. I don't know how much time we got left. It's only supposed to be like an hour. I know Dash. <laughs> that, that Dash probably Dash probably if he if he want me, he'll text me. Pause dance on right. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> listen, alphabet mob niggas. I ain't got no problem with that niggas. Hey, I'm I'm still head of a section. I can say pause. I won't say pause. Goddamn. But yeah, nah, it um shit, I, I'm I'm probably prob- trying to go to I tell me uh leave. <laughs> I'm probably trying to go till you pick me up. But goddamn, um yeah, you uh, so you've been catching up on One Piece lately, or do you read the manga at all? Hell no, nah. <laughs> I, I try. I, I, I won't get it, I won't get into it with you. See, with me and One Piece, 
I prefer to take it in with the anime, but I'll uh -huh. always still keep up with what's going on every week in the chapter. I might not read the chapter fully, but like it's like a One Piece. I was brought in to it, introduced to it through the anime, through Four Kids, and you know after that through Cartoon Network and Tsunami. Yeah. That's the way I prefer to take One Piece in. So I watch it every Saturday night on Crunchyroll or whatever. Um, I only keep up with what's going on in Wano and the manga because I'm, I'm a person that doesn't care about spoilers because yeah. it just makes me more excited. To a degree. Depends on the story. Yeah. Vinland exactly. Saga. The Vinland Saga. My nigga Adrian, he almost spoiled shit. And I said, bro, I will come to Japan and fucking yeah, cut, your cut your dreads off and beat your ass. Nigga. Like, I'm like, <laughs> certain stories don't tell me nothing about it. But like, for the most part, like I'm like, I don't care about spoilers for the most part. Like, yeah, because most shit is like predictable or like shit you expect, especially if it's a Shona story. Yeah, like in Vinland Saga, nigga, I did not expect that nigga Thorfinn dad to die in the fucking beginning. Like, that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and goddamn, this nigga Thorfinn, little young little boy, going across the fucking world with Danes and shit, fucking uh, tra training to get stronger to kill Askeladd, the greatest man of all time, next to Dio Brando. Um, just want to put that out there. Ask a lot and deal brand. It's funny, all the niggas blonde too. But uh man, greatest villains. Chill out. <laughs> I, I, I want all I want all my niggas that are thinking real I life villains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I want my niggas thinking I am pro black boy. Like, are you talking about the white man? Like, man, relax, man, relax. But goddamn, um, yeah, no, nah, they uh yeah, it's like and then like you you get to the twist of um I'm fairly certain niggas have seen uh I'm feeling certain niggas done seen you motherfucking uh I'm not saying ask a lot been the saga by now. Um when you get to the twist, so. huh? I said I would think uh, so. Yeah, and so when you get to the twist of uh, ask a lot dying in the beginning, and nigga, when I found out all of fucking the first uh season or whatever of uh Villain Saga was like the prologue, I was like, nigga, what? Yeah, like, <laughs> the fuck I went, was one book. Yeah, bro, I went and read the manga after that. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I, I like, spoiled some I, shit. Villain saga, but like I know, I know how Thorfinn looks when he get older. I know about his wife and his his kid. That's all I know about so far. Yeah, that's not really a spoiler though. Yeah, a lot of shit happened in between there. Yeah, like that's just like, hey man, like you expect the nigga to not go around and spread his seed every night. Like everybody wants a fucking kid or a wife or a husband, whatever fuck you want. At the end of the day, it's like this nigga Thorfinn was Dang. gonna get was gonna was gonna get them sheets. I'm not sheets. Was gonna get them cheeks some way. But goddamn, damn, what was I about to say? I'm about to say something about the um. About another anime or manga. What the fuck was it? Go ahead. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to come back to that thought. I'm trying to think about what I was gonna tell you though. It was, it was another story, like another um, uh, show. Yeah, it was um another one of them that's like uh oh yeah because we still we still talking about comics here too. But you know like compare contrast uh eastern and western shit. So yeah. you know I forgot to bring this up earlier. The success of uh Invincible. I mean, granted, Invincible was out. A long time ago, not a long time ago, but it came sure. out after The Walking Dead. Yeah, but it's been out for a as, minute. Yeah, it's been out for a minute. And as of late, you know, it's gotten uh, an anime adaptation. Yes, I said anime adaptation. All you American niggas, you know, <laughs> anime, like, all right, nigga, what the fuck is it? Ain't no cartoon, but um, yeah, nah. So it's like, uh, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? Because like storytelling is very mature. Like I kind of skimmed ahead, Cody. I ain't gonna lie, man. Cody, that nigga forced my hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he, I wasn't gonna watch Invincible at like until like a later time. He just uh -huh. kept telling me to watch it, and I watched it, and I was like, this shit good as a motherfucker. Like he kept talking about, like I know about what happens in the end. Well, to a degree, I know some things, 
But um, I kind of looked ahead and it's funny, bro. Our phones be fucking listening for real. Like, the, I ain't said a damn thing about Invincible, but that shit here, Cody talking about Invincible. I never once looked up Invincible on fucking YouTube. Why am I getting sub Invincible comic breakdown videos and spoiler shit? I'm sitting up here like, bro, God damn the government, nigga. I'm sitting there like, leave me the fuck alone, nigga. Like, I'm going to check out Invincible when I check that shit out, nigga. <laughs> These niggas need to pay me. They gonna be yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sitting up here like, God damn, bro. Like, like listen, when I say I'm broke, put $100 or $1,000 in my bank account. Like, at least do a nigga a favor. Man. Goddamn. But yeah, so what's your thoughts on uh so what's your thoughts on Invincible? Like um, you know, because it's uh I feel like the storytelling we see in anime, but um mm. to a degree, just kind of broken down in a more digestible way for the American audience. Cause it, it was kind of episodic in the beginning, like until like the core uh storyline bro- broke down to the Ultramite shit and uh I'm about to say Ultraman. Yeah. <laughs> um Omni Man. Um so yeah, like what's your, what's your so what's your thoughts on like how it was executed and stuff like that? I'm not gonna lie, my uh my little brother put me on to that, but um I thought like I had to watch because I binge watched the whole like series in like two days or something. Yeah, but um I thought the storytelling was pretty good, like for like especially for like Western comics, like the way it was like set up. Like I knew like I ain't gonna lie, I, I never trust this nigga uh Omni Man, but um Yeah, he kind of like, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I was sitting up like, yeah, this nigga, oh, I hit dash footsteps. Might be that time soon. <laughs> but um, I feel that nigga footsteps. But um, yeah, I feel you. I like I felt like he was suspicious too. I felt like he was suspicious too. But yeah, like the way I think it was like written well, like executed. I know they added because my little brother's like, yeah, in the comic it was a little bit different. It's like they added a couple things, like the pacing is a little different. And I was like, oh, okay. But uh I think the way the show did it was like like kind of a perfect setup and that's what like got everybody like absorbed into it uh let's be honest nobody knew what the fuck invincible was until that show dropped or yeah. like but, but yeah they uh i think it was cool like just because uh, you watched the whole show right oh yeah yeah but yeah, uh, yeah just the way it was like execute like the goriness like it was just cool at first they was doing regular superhero fights and then like the what the third episode or was it the first or second episode this nigga just murders the whole fake well, justice league or whatever i think that's at the end of the first episode or the beginning of the um, second one yeah but yeah that shit was crazy like i'm thinking it's because the way it was like i'm thinking it's like a real threat like because he called them all and then this nigga shows up and just like face plants that one nigga, and I was like, bro, yeah, the show. <laughs> like, like I was like, I like, I like the way that shit was executed too, because it was like they thrusted you into the plot early. I'm not, not to say, not to say that. Um, I don't say that to say you should thrust the audience into the plot so early. You, I, I say that I'm coming from the standpoint of like, it was a unique approach because it gave you something people were you people you would usually see at the end of like a season. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you pick back up with the second season, but it's like um, Omni-Man had the fucking, you know, women, women's intuition is a fucking thing. It's like, that nigga wife was like, hey, something right about this nigga, bro. He ain't acting. Ever since Mark got his powers, he been acting weird. Started weird, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, um, I, I like, I appreciate the fact that he was trying to, you know, creep around and try to hide things. It was like, 
it, it was almost like watching a serial. Not to say I like serial killers. Don't think I like serial killers, y'all. <laughs> but it was like um, it, it was like watching a serial killer try to. He was sure nobody would find his tracks, yeah. cover up his tracks, and slowly but surely, he was starting to see like, damn, bro, like she just won't leave this shit alone. Like she keep asking me shit, and like you can see like the cracks of his facade starting to unravel and shit. Yeah, like you could tell this nigga like really cared about, like cares about her, but like he also don't at the real, same time. Boy. Yeah, nigga. Like I was like, we was like, I think if the mother was a pet, I was like, oh, I was like, Man. can you imagine? Like, I don't know, woman, but like, can you imagine if you know the role reverse, <laughs> like, like your wife, like you hear your wife saying, he ain't nothing but dick. I'm like, oh, like, like we got a whole kid together. This nigga about to go to college, and you telling me I'm nothing but dick for the last fucking whatever fuck whatever years. Yeah, I'm like, but that shit, I ain't lie. When it come to my heart, you only get one. You only get one chance with me. After that, I don't talk to you at all no more. And that, that's man. with anybody. <laughs> that's, that's with anybody, bro. Man. But yeah, yeah, it's like, that shit was so sad. Man. When he was beating this nigga up, bro, I like, I felt, I thought this nigga was really finna die, bro. bro, I, was about, bro I, I was tearing up in that scene. That shit, like, I was too. <laughs> that, that was emotional as a motherfucker, dog. Like, he, he was like, what really hit me hard in the fields when that nigga said, that's all right. <clears throat> I can always start over. Make another song. I was like, oh man. I was like, how you gonna tell that to your kid while beating him up? This nigga, nigga, I, nigga, I know for a motherfucking fact. I know for a fact, nigga, you got damn like you don't mean what you saying. You just hopped up off anger. It's like, oh that shit, that shit shook my core. Hey, just to clarify, my dad didn't ever say no shit like that to me. <laughs> so hey, it's just like here. Yeah, it's just like I was like thinking of from like Mark's like, perspective, yeah. Yeah, like, how could you say that to me, nigga? Like, I could, bam, bam. That's okay. Bam. I could always start over. Bam. Make another kid. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, who the fuck? Man, and the acting, like, that shit felt like this nigga was real. <laughs> yeah, that shit was real, nigga. Like, I was like, God damn, well, this, is a, this is a harsh-ass fucking scene. Like, I ain't gonna lie, the train scene was, like, disgusting. Like, I was like, God damn, nigga, like, like there's people yeah. on that shit. You killing niggas, but, like, you know, we aren't we aren't meant to identify with them niggas in that moment. We're meant to identify with Mark in that moment. And it's exactly. like that's why that shit hit me harder when he told that nigga that shit while beating his ass. And like he fucking realized what he did was wrong, but he was still conflicted by his Viltrumite emotions and shit. Like exactly. his his duty and his like he looked at his hands and like uh he fucking ran away and started crying a little bit of space, like trying to fight, not fight the tears back, but you know, trying to keep a stern face and like that fucking tear come out of his eye. Yeah. That oh, man. Was, That's some good shit. Waiting for season two and three. Yeah. I told them, um, I told uh Cody that I would read the uh, manga or comic, whatever the fuck niggas gonna call it. I don't care. Huh? <laughs> but then um, I told Cody I would read it. Um, He told me season two and three coming out apparently this year, but I ain't seen no promos for it yet. So I'm like, they got until summertime of next year. I'm man. like, if that, if that shit ain't out. I must, I'm gonna read it again until I start to see too much dialogue, and then I'm gonna be like, man, all right, this fuck DC Marvel. I'm like, let me put this shit down. Like, I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, I opened because I went to the like the Barnes and Noble. I opened the Omnibus Omnibus book. Yeah, so, like in the middle, that shit had hella words. Like, yeah, bro, I'm gonna just wait for them to uh, voice act this. Like, yeah, I'm good. I ain't like, trying to read a novel. I ain't lying. Like only novels I've ever read so far was like light novels. Like I mean, I read books here and there when I when there's something I want to read, but like I've only ever exactly. read sort, sort out online light novels because them shit's quick to get through. 
Yeah. But yeah, we um we we here. That's the that's the end. I can uh I can feel Dash presence. I can I can feel his dreads behind that door trying to open up the door handle. <laughs> I got the I got the door on there, but you know, niggas with dreads supernatural, man. Them shit's powerful, bro. Nigga dreads like, alive. Yeah, man. I can I can see the doorknob turning now. It's like, bro, I I don't have I don't have my holy uh what's it called? My holy castor oil on me to douse his dreads with to kind of put them at bay. So but yeah, man, you know, uh, yeah, you know, this is a little quick little talk on my nigga Dollar. Um, this is in season two. I think it'll probably be like episode whatever, something fucking point five. But yeah, we reached the end of the broadcast. Uh, Dollar, you can go ahead and plug your stuff again, man. You know, let them niggas know what you got going on. Yep. So just finished my first chapter of my comic, Chronograph. That's uh, releasing real soon. I only got like nine copies. I'm going to post about it. If you niggas want one, it's going to be on my Instagram, at Dollar Sketches. You can check out my other work. Follow me there. And uh, yeah, just see, check out the growth. Yeah, man. It's one of my niggas right here, man. This, this nigga is very talented. Very good story. Yeah, I appreciate too. that, man. Hey, man. We all we got. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> gotta, gotta put your niggas on. I'm going to bring you, I'm going to definitely bring you back on again um, on another episode, sure. too. I'm, I'm about to come back. Yeah, I'm man. About, to, about to start recording a whole lot more this season. For sure. But all right, y'all. We um, appreciate y'all for listening again. Uh, peace, love, hair grease, and all that stuff on the outside, on the inside, too. All right, y'all. Peace. See y'all, man.